great double date. Yeah. And oh my god, Ghost Rider was excellent. Um, I really should get you home. There's supposed to be a full moon tonight. Oh, Dan. <laughs> what, are you going to turn into a werewolf or something? Yeah, the werewolf who bit me was pretty clear about that. Damn it, Dan. If you knew there was a full moon, why'd you even come out tonight? Well, my roommate brought home a gutter skank, and I figured we'd walk out a Ghost Rider anyway. Man! Hey, hey, hey! Ramona? He wasn't really a werewolf. That Dan is always making up stories. Wow, he was really convincing. <laughs> he really got you. <laughs> Best <laughs> gag ever. That was so funny. I, I hope mean, somebody cleans that I really up. Thought he was a werewolf. <laughs> After midnight, we're gonna let it all hang out. After midnight, we're gonna chill and shine. Here we go! <laughs> Those who know me know how much I love movies. I just. Movies are my friends, are my life. Pretty much my only escape, aside from talking to you guys. And I have I have one of those smart TVs where you can uh, link your TV by Wi-Fi to your computer and you can upload anything you want on your TV and you become the broadcaster. You become the one who decides what plays on your TV. So I like to, to put dozens and dozens of movies and TV shows and just put them on random and let it play all day long. And sometimes I walk into my office and something I haven't seen in, in, in a long time is playing. And last week, I walked in on the time machine, the the, the early 2000s version with Guy Pearce. Not a great, great, great movie, but it had some good ideas. And one of them was that um, one day we're going to mine the moon. We're going to go mine the moon, either as a colony or for, for whatever resources we can find in there. But it's going to happen, and like everything, we're going to probably destroy it. Like the Can Heat song says... I wonder when we're going to destroy your face. It's going to happen eventually because this is what we do. And that movie struck me because it hasn't happened yet. I'm kind of surprised that it really has not happened yet. I love the moon. I really love the moon almost as much as I love movies. I've been working nights for 15 years and the moon is my oldest friend. It's, it's, it really is the midnight sun. It is, it is what keeps you company. The nightlight that keeps you company that, Lights up my life, as far as I'm concerned, because I have a big window in front of my desk when I work, and I always see the moon right in front of me. It's it's an old friend. Welcome After Midnight, and I do recommend listening to it at night. If you can't sleep, if you have to work, if anything happens and you find yourself having to stay late, well, I'm here for you. God, I sound like, what's her name, Delilah? <laughs> Here's 10 songs about the moon. If in the course of the listening, you would like to do some comments, talk to me, say hello, make a suggestion, rip my head. No, don't rip my head off. You can reach me at aftermidnightpodcast at gmx.com. Golf Mike X-Ray. GMX. Anytime, day or night. I mean, it's an email, so it's never closed. But tonight, we do open with three songs about the moon.
Send a bunch of stuff to the moon while you guys were in the house. A bunch of baby ducks. Send them to the moon. Soda machine that doesn't work. Send them to the moon. You drill bit. Please. 
There's a diamond base that may hold that information, but getting there is going to be difficult. How come? Because it's not accessible by warp pad. And it's on... <gasps> the moon! Yes, Stephen, the moon. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night Magic seem to whisper and hush. You know the soft moonlight seems to shine in your blush. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more romance with you, my love? Well, I wanna make love to you tonight I can't wait till the morning has come And I know now the time is just right And straight into my arms you will run And when you come my heart will be waiting To make sure that you're never alone There and then all my dreams will come true, dear There and then I will make you my own And every time you just travel inside Then I know how much you want me that You can't hide Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more romance with you, my love? Jeff Bezos or one of those big shot multi-billionaire honchos decide that, hey, we found ice on the uh, moon. 
we have a source of water, so we're going to build condos on the moon. Would you drop everything? Would you drop the sea, the grass, traditional sunrise and sunsets to go live on the moon? Would you put it all behind you just to go live in freaking space? Do you think you'd be able to do that? And if so, how long would you be able to do that? I have a friend, um, former friend. I know someone who comes from uh, from northern U.S., a land where you have four seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall. And um, she moved with her family years ago to go live on a Caribbean island. And she complains about it all the time. And to someone like me who comes from Winter Wonderland, God, you're just so lucky you live in the freaking Caribbeans. But now she says it's nice for a vacation, but years and years, all the time, never seeing winter, never seeing snow, never seeing a cooler period, never seeing the leaves fall off the trees. It's it's damaging to her, <laughs> to her zen. And you know what? I kind of understand. I do. I'm from Winter Wonderland myself, and as much as I complain about having to shovel all the time, I would miss. I would miss winter terribly. So I don't know if 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 it was for a high high paying job, maybe I would go for a period of time to live on the moon. But I don't think I would be able to leave my beloved Canada behind forever. I don't think I would be able to do that. But I'm curious to know who 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 would be that adventurous to say, you know what, I'm going to leave it all behind and I'm going to start a new life on the moon, freaking space. Would you do that? So we had uh, Timeless Classic by Van Morrison, um, Moon Dance. I mean, is there anything that needs to be said about that song? It's it's just such a beautiful song. I used to listen to that kind of music when I was studying back in college. Puts you in the mood. It's just beautiful song. I love it. And it's the kind of song, I mention that often, some songs are played so much on the radio, you get sick of them for good. You cannot listen to them anymore, like Every Breath You Take or anything by Aerosmith. But this one, no matter how many times you listen to it, it never gets old. It's just timeless, beautiful song. Before that, Feist, Canadian, uh, Canadian, <clears throat> sorry, losing my accent here, Canadian indie pop singer, uh, you know her for a commercial she made in the early 2000s for an iPod commercial she made with the song One, Two, Three, Four, or something. And this one, too, uh, My Moon, My Man, was uh, featured in a Verizon commercial, if uh, memory serves. And she, it was also in a, a Grey's Anatomy episode. Not that I watched Grey's at all, God, no. But I know that it was featured in a Grey's Anatomy episode. And before that, we had the 1990s, well, late 90s band, Shivery, Andy Pop. Rock, should I say, as well, um, was Antique on their uh, debut album, if I'm not mistaken. That one, too, uh, made the rounds in movies and TV. It was uh, most famously in the end credits of uh, Kill Bill Volume 2, uh, but you started a bunch of stuff. It, um, I like it. I like the song. What can I say? Um, so coming up next, what do we have? We have two more songs and then the half show break with the Water Rage podcast.
What's this? Proof that Mr. Loonis isn't who he says he is. He's not a guidance counselor? I, I assume he's qualified to be one. Uh, who isn't? But he also lives on the moon. Okay. Hmm. I think I understand. Up to something lives on the moon. Okay, I'll talk to him. What did he say? Deny the moon stuff, but that's what pedophiles do. They deny it's their bread and butter. Pedophile? You don't think so? I thought the moon thing might have been code. No, he's literally from the moon. Well, you saw him react. Moon or not, that dude likes him young. The world can be one together Cosmos without hatred Stars like diamonds in your eyes The ground can be space, 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 space With feet marching towards a peaceful sky All the moonmen want things their way but we make sure they see the sun Goodbye, moon man It's like goodbye, moon man Goodbye, moon man Goodbye Mouse without hatred Diamond stars of cosmic light Quasars shine through endless night And everything is one in the beauty And now we say goodbye Moonman is a goodbye Interrupt this program to bring you with Big Chiba Hamster. Security is apparently always at risk on the internet, and so online purveyors of mundane accounts want to make sure that yours is particularly secure. That's all well and good, but the websites in question then reject your first 12 passwords because they either use actual words, don't contain enough digits like 7 or umlaut, don't constantly change case, or, God forbid, don't alter the font. Do you realize how long it takes me to type that? The upside-down question mark alone requires 40 minutes of scouring the computer's character map and crying like a little girl. But at least my Gmail account is secure. However, remembering one unrelentingly complicated password simply isn't enough. Apparently, having one global password is mind-numbingly stupid and basically equivalent to wearing a sign that says, Hack me, cyber thieves. Hack me good. The only solution, apparently, is to have hordes of unique passwords, one for every account you may have. And don't you dare write these passwords down. The hackers will find them. Even if you hide your password in a stinky sock tucked under your mattress, they will find a way. Some accounts will even require you to change your password every few months, just for that extra, secure edge. I can only remember so many things, and I assure you, a random assortment of numbers, digits, and cartoon characters is not one of them. Please, Internet, I know no one is going to hack my accounts. I have no money to steal, and the only emails I've received since 2007 are from scientists who somehow found out that my penis is too small. Just let me have one simple password, like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Hehe, <laughs> I said it in one breath. Can you imagine going to a speakeasy in the 1920s and the doorman goes, What's the password? And you go, Yes, it's upper F, lower U, bitterbird, bitterbird, question mark, pound sign, umlaw, my penis size, and morse code, bug bunny, superman. <laughs> you forgot the capture. Ah, fuck. 
The comedy stylings of Bitchy the Hamster on the Road and Rage podcast brings us to the half point of the show. If you're not easily offended and would like to listen to more of their stuff or even use their stuff on your own podcast, it's free of charge and you can download it from roadandrage.podomatic.com. You are welcome. Before that, we had German Clement, a song he did for Rick and Morty. If you listen to my show regularly, you'll know that I'm a huge, huge fan of Rick and Morty. I play clips from the show all the time. This one was done um, for a show, but based on, an, on a, not an episode, but on a song he did for his own show, his breakout show, Flight of the Concords. And um, when he was invited to do Rick and Morty, he just took one of his songs and recycled it. Absolutely beautiful song. I love his singing. I love his style. Absolutely great. And uh, before that, we had Canadian singer Gowan, mostly active in the 80s. This was on his third album, I think 1987. Um, if you listen closely, you will listen um, listen here, sorry, in the background, the um, backing vocals of John Anderson, lead singer of Yes, probably the most melodious voice ever in pop music. He, um, apparently, I heard that uh, there was a comeback tour for Yes in the 90s, some kind of nostalgia tour, and uh, John Anderson was a question mark for returning to uh, to be the lead singer. So there was talk of having Gowan, among others, maybe replace him, which never happened, but... He did replace Dennis DeYoung when Sticks came back together and DeYoung wanted nothing to do with the show or the tour, which led to a lawsuit by Dennis DeYoung to stop them from doing that. Still, they toured for a while, and he always did that song and another one on the on the tour. And uh, eventually, Dennis DeYoung returned to the fold. Gowan went away, uh, but they kept playing his hit song, Colonel Mine, just as a thank you for having uh, helped them out of them make money while the other one was uh, staying away. What kind of name is Gowan? Will you say it's Scottish? He was born in Scotland, but um, grew up in uh, in Canada and did a lot of his recording in the U.S., if memory serves. He uh, he followed the, 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 the wave in the 90s of more unplugged things, so he went more acoustic, but he never reached the same heights, the same success that he found with his first three albums in the 80s with the very 80s style. He still tours. He still plays a lot. Uh, he was here in Montreal a few years ago. I went to one of his shows uh, at the Metropolis in Montreal, and he, he still got it. He's, uh, he's a wonderful person, wonderful artist, and I do wish that he's going to uh, keep working, keep doing music, because I, I love listening to him. All right, so we got uh, two more songs about the moon coming right up. We've got to go to the bathroom, so here's a long song. Flash 
several years, she has fascinated many. But will man ever walk on her fertile surface? Democratic hopeful Adlai Stevenson says so. I have no objection to man walking on the moon. By 1964, experts say man will have established 12 colonies on the moon, ideal for family vacations. Once there, you'll weigh only a small percentage of what you weigh on Earth. Slow down, Tubby. You're not on the moon yet. The moon belongs to America and anxiously awaits the arrival of our astro-men. Will you be among them?
much the archetypical soft rock classic soft rock song by Neil Young. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine did a ranking of his best songs way back when and they ranked this one 37th. I have to admit I did not know that Neil Young had 36 other singles. Pretty much one of my top five for him. I love Neil Young. He's I said fellow Canadian and who could who could wear these sideburns better than him? Nobody can wear sideburns like Neil Young, can you believe he's married to Daryl Hannah? One of the most beautiful women in the history of movies, married to probably the ugliest singer in Canadian music history, but we wish them all the best still. Harvest Moon from the 1992 album of the same name, Harvest Moon. Pretty much always in my car. You'll notice that I play lots of songs here that I say are in my car. What can I say? I do the show for me and for you. So you get to discover my music that I listen to all the time when I get a chance to drive. I don't like driving, so I'm going to make the experience pleasant as much as I can. So I'm going to put in my car music that I like to calm me down or some um, some kind of cheer up or help me focus. Because I'm stressed a lot. I have a lot of anxiety in cars. And songs like this one help me a lot. Before that, the Waterboys, a Scottish-Irish band with their signature song, the Hole of the Moon, was not a great success when it came out in 1985, but it uh, little by little got a, more and more and more airplay, airtime on the radios, and by the turn of the 90s, everybody had that song on their mixtape somewhere, and I uh, still listen to it a lot. Again, staple on my car. often listen to the, that, that song on my car. Really love it. So we are entering into the end game of this show with the last three song block. Enjoy! Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon To stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon Now come on people, live with me where the light has never shone And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue Is it my life? Is it my life? Is it my life? Bye. 
No! Dude, I'm just saying I think we should swap every now and then. I'm always stuck on the night shift. It's not fair. You know you couldn't handle the day shift. You're just not bright enough. <gasps> Tell me you did not just say that. Wait, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. It's just that you're not a, a star like me. Oh, so you're the star of the show, even though I do half the work, huh? Well, I'll show you stars, you giant gas bag! <laughs> Please stop. You know very well that ain't gonna work. Oh yeah, why? Because you're so hot fighting too? No. Because I'm 95 million miles away from you. Yeah, well, you didn't hit me either, so let's call it a tie. Mr. Moonlight You came to me one summer night Mr. Moonlight, Mr. Moonlight, come again, please. Here I am on my knees, begging if you please. And the night you don't come my way, I pray and pray more each day, cause we love you. Mr. Moonlight And the night you don't come my way Oh, I pray and pray more each day Cause we love you Mr. So, my brother's a huge conspiracy theorist, and he is convinced that we never landed on the moon. And he's made me watch all these videos with like the little evidences and stuff, the flag is waving, etc. And for me, I don't have an opinion either way, but uh, secretly, I kind of hope that we did fake the moon landing. Because to me, that would almost be more American than actually having put a man on the moon. <laughs>
massive seven-minute song to close out the show by the drums, Me and the Moon. Not something, this one, that I would listen in my car because the rapid cuts are a little bit annoying. But I discovered that song in a British sitcom called Sirens. Only lasted six episodes, one series, six episodes. But it was incredibly funny and it was offensive. Let's, let's not get shy about it. And Richard Madden, whom I discovered in that show, just before he did Game of Thrones, played a gay guy who meets a construction worker in the church. They eye each other and they decide to go to the bathroom. That's the song that's playing. Oddly, it is incredibly fitting. If you want to check it out, look look it up on the internet, Need a Drums Moon, and check Sirens uh, as a search uh, subject. You will find it. It's really a funny scene, and Richard Madden's incredible, as always. Before that, we had Beatles version of Mr. Moonlight. Not one of their original songs. They didn't write this one, but it's probably the best-known version of the song because, come on, it's the Beatles. Really, it's the Beatles. And before that, Montreal's April Wine. I say Montreal. They are from Nova Scotia, but they uh, made it big in Montreal. They were uh, they were playing mostly bars in Nova Scotia. They decided to try a bigger town. They came to Montreal, then within weeks of their arrival, they had a record contract, and they made it big. And this one is one of their uh, signature songs, um, which I really, really, really love. This one and Fast Train are my two favorite April Wine songs. Bad Side of the Moon. So this was the conclusion of our show tonight about my good friend, my best friend, my lover, the moon. I hope you liked it as much as I liked doing it. Again, if you would like to contact me, suggestion questions recipes god damn it i like to cook would you like my recipes i want yours contact me at after midnight podcast at gmx.com or come back next show to listen to more goodbye i go out walking